Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 134. I'm Graham, I'm here with Luke, Cody, Richie, and uh, we have Nick Jornard in here uh, to help facilitate Baby's First Podcast. Uh, we have Mr. Kentucky. Um, Kentucky's <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> we, we, got, we have Luke Kennedy on, uh, who if anybody... Anybody who looks at Cherokees on any social media platform probably knows uh, he's got a piece of shit white XJ that used to be kind of clean, but he ran Patagonia's, so that's uh, <laughs> minus brownie points. But then he destroyed it, and now it's cool, and he's not running Patagonia's, so that's plus brownie points. So I'd say you're at about a 69 out of 420 score here on the... <laughs> Like on the uh, on the the cool meter, <laughs> which oh, is a little hardly broken. Yeah, uh, you know it's 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 okay. Um, so we actually met you at the oh I don't even know what it's called. The Great the, American Wall. The Great American Wall. Um, and you didn't have the rig, but you were a cool dude. You brought me a tire that I didn't end up needing. Um, and obviously I I think. You've got uh, a lot, lot of explaining to do with this white Cherokee and just how you got into this shit in the first place. So, uh, how how did you get into off roading and and all that? Was was the white Cherokee the first thing, or was there other things that were before the white Cherokee? Um, there was other Jeeps before the white Cherokee. I had, honestly, I had kind of got into Jeeps when I was really young. My dad had a ZJ whenever I was growing up. Um, we used to live in like this bottom. Um, that would flood. And so it, it flooded one time and my dad drove the ZJ through like this. It was probably like a foot of water. It wasn't even like anything crazy, you know, but it, ever since then it made me want a Jeep for like the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> so whenever I turned, whenever I got old enough to drive, I had bought a YJ. Um, this was the rustiest Jeep ever, <laughs> like literally <laughs> folded in half within like three months of me owning it. This, this um, is typical YJ. Uh, yeah. YJ this, stuff normal yj behavior you know <laughs> um, so yeah i had a yj for a little bit uh, i kind of experimented with that and then i i think after that i got a cherokee maybe um and i fell in love with the cherokee platform um as most people do you know um greatest platform ever uh-huh. uh, <laughs> so i had <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had uh i had bought the cherokee without a motor and it motor swapped it all the good stuff you know typical cherokee things um and i planned to build it similar to my white cherokee and i actually ended up rolling it uh four times on the road um some somebody pulled out in front of me and i basically drove over the hood and flipped it oh <laughs> um, shit yeah it, it was a good time uh you know living the dream Mm-hmm. Um, and so in between that Jeep and my white Jeep now, I had a, a couple other Cherokees, a PJ, a few other things, whatever. Um, and then I finally, when I was probably Did you just eight, say a 2J? A 2J. <laughs> Not a 2J, 2J. Oh, oh, I was like, hold on. We just, we just rolled over that really quick. <laughs> Sorry. My no. apologies. <laughs> uh, and I, after the TJ, I went back to the Cherokee ultimately and uh, started to build it. Uh, I was probably 18 years old and didn't know what I was doing and kind of just jumped into it. And now here I am. Now I've got a big old white piece of junk. <laughs> My and, about- and hardly past 18 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still 18. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
Oh, God. So, you know, we've talked about that. Were any of them built, like, I know that they probably weren't built up to this level of your current white Jeep, but did you go crazy with any of them before the white one, or? Um, my, so the Cherokee that I had flipped was stock axles, 35s, um, I think it was on, like, I'm pretty sure it was only lifted, like, two inches or an inch and a half or something. Um, it was extremely low on 35s, and I, I wheeled it. I li- do it. Oh, yeah, it's the greatest way. I had wheeled it a little bit. It wasn't anything like major. Um, at the time, there was really nobody in my life that was doing like wheeling and stuff. So I was kind of just doing it on my own. Um, and then once I had rolled it and everything and got the TJ, the TJ was a little more built. It was, uh, what, I think it had a 44 in the rear, 30 in the front. It was truss, locked, 35s, all the good stuff. Um, it was a pretty built TJ. I had wheeled it with a couple buddies. They, none of my friends were still like big into wheeling or anything, but they had rigs. Um, and so that one was, you know, it was all right. But no, honestly, um, I don't know why. Like, I, I kind of went straight from that to tons. Like, I had just bought a stock Cherokee after I had sold that and was just like, I want to do tons and just jumped into it. And like, it, I was never to the point where I really needed it because I hadn't really, really wheeled that hard yet. And then I just kind of went straight into tons. So no, um, there was really no crazy experience before that. Now, was there like a person or a rig that you saw that in person or, I mean, I guess you could have, there's a lot of rigs on social media, but I feel um, like when you see one, something like that in person, that's when you sort of get that spark that you're like, I want to do that, right? Was it something uh, like that? Th- there was none in person that I had seen at that time. There wasn't a ton of rigs like that. I mean, that wasn't that long ago, but you know, there it, it's definitely shot up in the last couple of years more so than yeah. back then. Um, but Nick LeBlanc was uh, definitely when the I classic. had seen, yeah, the when classic. I had seen his Jeep uh, the first time on Club XJ or something, I was like, "Yep, that's what I want." <laughs> so, yeah, I would say no he's he, he yeah, he was definitely a big part of it. He's a good dude. Yeah, he's cool. He's a, definitely everybody know knows how, him. I don't know how he keeps that rig even remotely clean. Oh <laughs> no, I don't get it either. He just swaps panels. Yeah, right. Uh, he swaps do. doors. He swapped that hatch. I mean, there's a lot of bodywork and crap to keep something that clean. I've actually uh, got like a a folder somewhere of like pictures for inspiration, and like most of them are like his. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. Dude, most of mine were, uh, well, Luke knows him, was Brandon's Jeep. Yeah, actually, Brandon, actually, I, have, I have a lot of pictures of his, too. He was one of the, he was an OG Cherokee guy, like, on social media, anyway. Not not in general, but, like, our buddy Brandon, um, he had a one-ton Cherokee, and he was, like, one of the leading rigs that was on Instagram for a while. Yeah, yeah, the guy that... Um... What was it? He blew up a Jeep 4.0 and then he put an LS in it and it blew up the LS on the test drive? Uh, Yeah, that was our... Uh, I helped him do that LS. Uh, you, you missed a couple of engines in between there. There were uh, four, <laughs> four four-liters before the LS. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you really want to want to be touting that you worked on the LS that blew up on the test drive. <laughs> well, no, it didn't blow up on the test drive. It blew up on the first trip out. And it's... and. If anybody knows anything about swapping cams so into dirty worse. LSs, if it, no, if you swap a cam into a dirty LS, there's a decent chance you're going to spit out a cam bearing, mm. um, and that's what it did. So, because we put a cam in a dirty LS, and 
not the first time it's ever happened, and it won't be the last. <laughs> no, no. I'm sure but, people blow up in LS every day. Yes. Um, but yeah, he, uh, him and Nick LeBlanc, at least, like, I mean, Luke and I are close in age, and we built our Jeeps at about the same time. So, Nick LeBlanc, Brandon, I know Luke, Luke and I have talked about Brandon. Mm-hmm. Which Brandon are we talking about? Uh, Brandon Melton. He doesn't have a rig right now. His his Instagram was Brandon RCM. I think he still has that, but he's gone through a couple of rigs. But it was a navy blue Cherokee. He was on tons and 40s, had ORIs, XO, or a hybrid cage. Um, okay. I'll send you, you I'll try and send so, you. But you definitely know it. I'm, I'm looking for a picture right now. Yeah, you okay. you definitely would have seen it. On Instagram, or f- probably on Instagram. Yeah, it was a two-door, right? No, that's no, a four-door. Four he painted the... it bush light at one point, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's how everybody knows it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Everybody knows okay. it from the bush light. He painted it bush light. <laughs> I, don't, I don't recognize that at all. <laughs> Here, one second. I, I got the bush light picture. I'm you got the bush light picture? Yeah, I'm trying to figure out how to send it. You can put it in. You have to go into the into the chat channel. Yeah. Any of the ones that you can see, we'll find it. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, like, you've got this stock Jeep. You want to go tons? Did you three link it? Four link it? Radius arms? Cookie cutter? No, you fucking cookie cuttered it. I'm not even gonna bother with that. (laughs) I uh. So I had done a ton of research into it, like whenever I was first doing it. And I, of course, I was a high school kid. I didn't have a lot of money back then. Um, not that I do now. <laughs> and uh, I ultimately ended up doing a three link because I knew radius arms were stupid. Um, shout out to everyone who runs radius arms. <laughs> and did a, did a three link. I actually did it a little different than most people. Or, I mean, not most people. I did a passenger side drop three link, um, which I feel like isn't super common for some reason. Oh, yeah. So you get the... Um, just slowly hammer your floor floor upwards. I know. Oh that yeah, one. yeah, it is uh, <laughs> slowly hammering my floor. Passen- no, a passenger drop's pretty common. I'm, mine's a passenger drop. Is that I think a dr- I think a driver mean? drop is more uncommon than a passenger drop. Uh, I feel like I see a driver <laughs> drop more than a passenger drop. Do you see driver drops on factory or on Dana thirties because they yeah. Can just, yeah they can just run a truss and put it right on top and. It, it, it's yeah. harder to package, but Clayton makes their kit, so it puts it there. So that's it's pretty okay, easy. That's what I say. Most yeah, bolt-on yeah. kits are a yeah, yeah bolt-on yeah, kits yeah. absolutely yeah. yeah. Um, but I I did a did a front three link. Um, I did leaf springs in the rear, of course. Um, and I wanted to stretch it a little bit in the rear, but I couldn't go too far with the gas tank. So I did uh the rough stuff two plus perches or whatever they are. Um. And then stretch my front probably an inch and a half, two inches, something in the beginning. Um, and it was lifted like 10 inches back then. It looked super stupid. <laughs> it was super <laughs> stupid. Yeah, it was extremely stupid uh, on Bilstein's and Coils. And it's uh, gone downhill from there since. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's great now. I love it now. Um, so with that setup, right? You wheeled it on the Patagonias for how long? Yeah, too so long. The, the yeah, too long. Uh, I had the Patagonias for probably, I mean, I guess what three or three years? Yeah, I think three years. You're um, for quite a while. I, I I pretty much got them like as soon as they came out. Like once they started to get real popular, they were dumb cheap whenever I first bought them. 
Yeah, they um, were. Cause I made the same mistake. Uh, yeah. I was like just kind of, you know, trying to find a tire that was going to work because I finished my one ton swap the same right around the same time you did, maybe a couple months before, maybe a couple months after, whatever. And they were like 280 a tire. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how much they were for me. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah, no, they're great tires. Well, yeah, the, anything's great in Moab. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is I've, I actually wheeled mine in Moab, and I didn't feel like they did any better than anything else. So Really? Yeah, I mean, they were fine, but they, I didn't feel like they were, like, amazing. That's because you I mean, drive on sandpaper out there. Yeah. For, for $280 a tire, though, for a 40, that's... You know, I can see at the time why people were like, "These are great tires for the money." That's oh, the, the keyword for the, the money. The appeal was there. It was like you had to act like they were great because they were so cheap. Like, yeah, everybody knew they weren't good, but you had to act like they were because you paid nothing for them. Yeah, <laughs> and then they raised the price. What are they at now for price, Luke? I, I, know I, think, they're they're I think they're four fifty. Yeah, something like that. All right. Seriously, I got. I haven't looked at Patagonia's in a long time. The first sidewall I sliced on those, I had to buy another one. It was like four hundred fifty bucks, and I was like, "What happened?" <laughs> COVID. COVID happened. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that. I mean, they just got popular because everybody started buying them because they were so cheap. Yeah, they were the social. They're the social media influencer tire. Yeah, they really were for the longest time. Yeah. On the Am on Amazon, they're four hundred and seventy dollars a piece. Yeah, so oh, you're literally shit. in the ballpark with every other tire might as well spend a hundred dollars yeah. more and get a good Except tire. They suck. Mm. You can get Mickey's for four like mid fours per tire for Not a non sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Luke's weren't sticky. He didn't have sticky Patagonias. No. Well that's gay. Sorry, it's June. My apologies can't say that. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it happens. If anything, maybe you should you be saying it more? Oh that's true. I should really just dig into it. I mean <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll double, 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 double down, double, yeah, double, exactly. double down. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, that's kind of crazy because, like, my 35s are worth are like they're more than what those 40s costed back in the beginning. Like, that's insane to think about. Oh, yeah, it was stupid, it was fucking wild. Yeah. Um, so what did how much did you did you get decent money for when you sold them, or do you still like have them sitting around and they're just like the ugly cousin in the corner? No, I sold my set uh, in the well on Beadlux for like fifteen hundred bucks. Oh shit, that ain't bad. Yeah, so I mean, I don't know if you heard me earlier. I got my Mickey's for like twelve hundred bucks, all four of them. So like, Damn. I made my money back and some. Hell yeah! And he awesome. he used those he used those pats. Oh yeah, they were all chipped and cut and at, at least half life left. Like they were they were yeah. low on tread. That's awesome. No, it's funny. I just realized, so I just went to your Instagram and I looked. I've been following you for a very, very long time, oddly enough, and I actually didn't even know who you were at the time. <laughs> I remember like one of those like re repost pages posted up your Jeep and I was like, oh, that thing looks fucking sick. Follow. And <laughs> it just like it just connected to me right now where I'm like, oh, shit, like I've, I've been following this guy for a decent bit of time. <laughs> <laughs> crazy small world. Yeah, it, it is crazy. So how are you gonna let Luke, you know, talk all this crap and say you went cookie cutter, but it doesn't sound like it was very cookie cutter to me. Sounds like you're having a good time with this thing. It was cookie cutter at the beginning. 
Yeah, I'm just throwing Definitely. shade because it was uh, all over the internet, and it was like white XJ, black rims, eight inches of lift, body not really yeah. cut up. You know what I mean? Dude, no, he dude, he barely had the body cut up back when he started with it. Yeah, it was all, it was all my Jeep, shots too. My Jeep was mint <laughs> in the beginning. Yes, like <laughs> it. Yeah, feel that. I feel that, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I picked like the cleanest Cherokee that I could find. No rust, nothing wrong with it, and destroyed it. <laughs> yep. Not like not like that's hard to do down by you because there's no rust down there. Oh, there's a ton of rust down here. Yeah, <laughs> nothing compared to up here, now. Luke. It only yeah, accumulates on the YJs, apparently. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Sorry, right, uh, so let's kind of let's anyway. dive into this a little bit deeper. So. It had, other than that, what has changed on your rig? Um, so I guess since I first built it, um, obviously I didn't cage it at that time or anything. Um, I was daily driving it, so it was extremely sketchy. Lifted 10 inches in the air. I didn't do hydro or nothing like that. Um, okay. I basically went as base as I could go um, with it. And after that, I started to finally wheel it, and I was like, this thing is way too tall. Um <laughs> So I had to figure out how to get it lower, which obviously ended up needing to be stretched more and all that stuff. Um, I ran the Ford like uh, Posi track, uh, whatever locker in the rear type thing. Yep. Oh shit! Um, for a long time, even actually, I ran that with Curtis uh, the first time that I wheeled with Curtis, and then after that trip, it got everything got welded um, <laughs> front and rear because I was like, I need traction. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I ended up dropping it down uh, a good amount, um, and now it's on coilovers. The whole front end's cut off. It's tubed out. Um, I've actually got double cages because I'm an idiot. Um, so like a full interior. interior. Okay, yeah. Full interior, yeah, and a whole exterior because, uh, you know, I like it to be heavy for no reason. Um, <laughs> Extra safe. Extra safe. Yeah. Extra safe. Um uh, the link setup's similar in the front. It's still the same three link. It's just pushed out a little farther. Um, I extended the links out. They're all bent now, which is normal. Um, yeah, I actually, happens. yeah, I More ended clearance. up doing, I ended up doing Chevy sixty threes in the back. Um, so that pushed the back back like what I don't know, ten inches, eleven inches. I don't remember what it is. Um, so the wheelbase got to be a school bus now. <laughs> it is a it is a school bus. It's a uh, one fourteen. So it's it's pretty long, Jesus. but it's okay. Yeah, exactly not that bad because I'm sitting at 110. So like I could definitely get down with another four inches of wheelbase on my rig. It's really not bad. I just wish I had more in the front and less in the back. Like ultimately, the 63 swap is way too much in the back. Um, I wish yeah, I could have just pushed the front out. Those those springs stick out pretty far too. It's a uh, it's a. Uh, I'm sure that will eventually bite you. My my Leafs have done the done it to me a few times and they're not they're not that far back <laughs> well they're, what, they're still pretty far so what's crazy is the reason i ended up doing the 63 swap is because i had just you know regular parakeet leaf springs in the back and shackle boxes and everything mm-hmm. and i actually bottomed those out so much that it ripped it off the unibody um you, you and, also ran like no up travel in the rear yeah that is very true you should have uh, seen yeah. his his shackle angle in the rear it was like damn near <laughs> flat 
<laughs> Same. <laughs> I, I, I'm a huge. Uh, I like to be really low, so it's the opposite of what I feel, first built it. Ten inches of lift. Now it's like probably lifted. I don't know what, like just two inches ground, or something. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's <laughs> typically the lowest Cherokee in the park. Um, so like I, yeah. I think he's got the same belly height as he might have less belly mm-hmm. height than I do on my 37. Wow. Like yeah. so, where's that? I gotta find that picture. There's a picture of our rigs sitting next to each other at S'more last year, and I think mine's a little taller than his. And yeah, he has bigger I'm pretty tires. sure he's taller. <laughs> uh, like that's how, how low inches. he keeps his rig. You gotta have a couple inches, like otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's got because it's self clearance now, so you know now it's got like three inches. Oh, perfect. Well, that's <laughs> all you need. You get a get a two inch air bump. The thing will ride like a caddy. <laughs> I actually stuffed a four inch in there and just let it ride on it. You know, <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm your man of culture as well. Yeah, <laughs> it can't clank if it's always sitting on it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it, it kind of rubs. It ends up rubbing that stupid plastic, uh, like bump pad off. Though that's what it's doing on my driver's side. That's just there for extra cushion. Coilovers will take care of it. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> Uh, so you're going to go coil over in the rear? Yeah, I probably will. I haven't had enough time on this setup to justify changing it just yet, but my plan is I'm going to do coil over and link in the rear, um, pull it in a little bit, uh, and then stretch my front, do a full hydro on the front, stretch it and everything. Um, just cause I would like, like I said, it's too long in the rear. I'd like to pull it in and then stretch that front a little more out, um, get a better approach angle. So, yeah, I will probably do the coilovers in the rear. I like, I mean, I, I, I haven't had enough time on them to really, you know, You said about, about five minutes on them. And then a float trip down the river. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was telling somebody the other day, I put, I think I put like eight or nine grand in my Cherokee in the last, like, what, probably three months, something like that, four months. And I have literally drove it 20 minutes. Oh, shoot. <laughs> It I happens. fucking feel that. <laughs> Not the driving at 20 minutes part. I actually got like a full three days worth of seat time on it, which was weird. Yeah. Um, you do know the 20 minute seat time adventure, though. You've been there. Oh, I, I know all about that 20 minute <laughs> seat time adventure, especially after trailering like multiple hours to get to the park. Yep. But it's okay. We've been there, done that. It's great. <laughs> And we fixed yeah. it. Yep. Um, so you have any major breakages yet? Uh, on this setup, uh, so I spun the um, diff on the Sterling. Uh, the last, no, not the last trip. Before S'more, which was just at Badlands. It was honestly just Winter a shakedown. Fest. Yeah, it was Winter Winter Fest. Fest. Um, It was just a shakedown to test. That was just after I had done the coilovers and everything. Um, tubed everything out and I before the trip literally said I need to weld around the tubes I have <laughs> been putting this off for way too long like <laughs> I should have welded around these so um, of course I didn't weld it and went and l- like 20 minutes in there was a ledge that everybody said wasn't possible Frankie specifically uh, <laughs> well Frankie's <laughs> on leaf springs all around nothing's possible for leaf him leaf springs and frog dogs <laughs> anyone can look at frog dogs park <laughs> so I'm hitting this ledge. Um, I look back and Frankie's like, "You need to stop. You're gonna break something." And I'm like, "One more time." 
last time <laughs> spun tube uh ruined, ruined pretty much that whole trip i tried to drive around in front wheel drive um after i had taken out the drive shaft and ended up breaking hubs and after that that was pretty much it um we had tried to spin the tube back on the trip by doing uh reverse burnouts on the uh patio oh. of our rental uh, <laughs> oh my uh, god cabin. and it spun down a little bit but ultimately never worked so um, <laughs> aside from that i haven't had any crazy breakages i mean just hubs and normal stuff which most people aren't know this um Who's, you know uh, me I run a Dana 50 in the front, so yeah. <laughs> you're speaking. You're speaking Graham's language now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I understand the pain that the Dana 50 brings. Luke does as well. Uh, Dude, his his has been holding up fine uh, for uh, yeah. I've only ever uh, seen the hubs. Mine go. was too until the fucking carrier broke in half. Well, and it wasn't fine. <laughs> Never did break one of those inner shafts though. Never. I get. I get to say I broke my Sterling before the fifty, and everybody always complains about the fifty. So, yeah, this. It, I it. I think the. And I mean, granted, I'm one of the people. If I see a Dana fifty that somebody's calling a Dana sixty, I'm the first one to say it because I know what to look for. But yeah. oh yeah, does any any I, true Dana fifty owner should know know what they're they're dealing oh. with? But um, I, I liked the guy that posted on like Club Extra or something asking if it was a Dana fifty, and then also posted the the reference picture. <laughs> did you see? Did you guys see that post? I, I don't know. I know. No, I know Luke did because we, him, and I talked about it in our Walt chat. The guy oh, literally Jesus. put a picture up of the of a Dana like of the housing, and then he used the picture that everybody uses off of Google of the side by side comparison. He posted both of those up, and he's like, "Could you guys help me figure out which axle this is? I can't tell." I mean, you're looking at the picture; it's right there. <laughs> oh no! Oh, poor guy. <laughs> The the tell is always that um that the, oil the spine passage. the spine on the or the spine uh, the sp- yeah the spine I can't, I can't oil, word the oil passage spine for the pinion yeah dips down early if it's uh if it's the fifty um can't miss it and you can almost always see it in a picture and I love when people are like look at my Dana sixty and it's a uh, Dana <laughs> fifty you're like how do you not know <laughs> the shafts are not the same. I mean, it does a hard cut down back to the like pinion housing of the pumpkin too. On the, like the sixty, it's smoothly. Yeah, yeah. You know? that's what I meant. The fifty has that hard cut back down. So yep. the kingpin has that same cut down. So you got to be careful. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, I, I would hope you would know by looking at the outers if you're looking yeah, at them. Yeah. You can tell by the tubes. <laughs> if you're a kingpin. Well, yeah. Yeah, and, right. Uh, the kingpin tubes are thinner, or not thinner, but smaller. It's just a smaller tube all around by like yep. half an inch i think or something also it's the no knuckles small. are miniature comparatively true like, if you get a full picture sometimes people just post like shitty pictures with not a lot a lot not a lot of context right it but, do be like that um i don't know dana dana 50s deserve the hate they get but <laughs> at the same time you can run one and have zero issues for quite a long time just don't do front digs yeah Yeah, that i haven't got there yet so that's i can't really (laughs) speak for that you still got the 231 in that i do still have a 231 i have broke uh what three of them at this point um i'm looking to do a doubler setup uh graham kind of convinced me adds more that i uh, wanted one do a doubler setup 
You won't yeah. have any issues ever again. That, do the 205 Eco Box. Don't do an Atlas. Those are for babies. <laughs> uh, you'll, wait, you'll wait for like 12 months to get your special aluminum case, and it'll be not as strong as the cheaper, more superior 205. <laughs> Dana 300. Also, I mean, if you really want to be uh, um, a Nick LeBlanc fanboy, fanboy, you have to do that setup because that's what he has. So, yep. uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to make your Jeep heavy, do a 203, 205 doubler like Frankie has. No. Oh, now that's dumb. Uh, <laughs> do an NWF box or some sort of doubler box. Because uh, then you at least have a little bit of bling. Although, <laughs> the cool thing is that, on the road with that. I have to hold my... If I'm driving on the... It's actually even better. And I will say, I haven't actually... I don't know if it is still a problem because every time I've driven it on the road... It hasn't popped out of gear, but my eco box would pop into like in between gears. It shouldn't have a neutral, but it has a neutral in between the like slightly in between both the low and high ranges. And on the highway, it would just pop out. It would just you'd be going down a hill, lugging the engine uh, in like a in a lower gear than what it wanted, and it would just rev the engine out. And uh, uh, it would so not lugging it, uh, and it would just pop into neutral, and then you have to stop and put it back in gear. I drove it many, many hours holding the eco box in gear uh, <laughs> like like that. Like That must have been a fun hours. shift. Hmm? That must have been a fun shift. Like, have to hold it with the left hand, shift with the right, or vice versa. Uh, I mean, it, it'll... You just have to babysit it. It doesn't pop out of gear quickly. It just slowly does it. So you just keep a finger on it. And when you're going downhill and uh, just letting it do its yeah. engine braking thing, it uh, you know, did it, it it would like to do it then. <laughs> so as long as you weren't shifting when you were going downhill, <laughs> you were fine. Uh, but yes, annoying. I don't know if that was an issue with the um, the shift detent. I don't think it's strong enough. At least it isn't in mine. Uh, personally, it, it just it shifts too too softly. It's not a it's not a solid like cup that's holding that ball in there. It's like a swoopy thing that is kind of ambiguous. Um, I know they changed the design up a bunch though. The other thing is, I'm pretty sure my teeth had worn because the thing doesn't like holding fluid. I'm really selling this eco box right now. It doesn't oh, yeah, like holding fluid, great. and it's an aluminum casing, so it gets hot, and then it spits all its fluid out the uh, the the vent pipe. And then you have no fluid in it, and when you're driving 10 plus hours with no fluid in it, the gears don't really like that, I guess. So, uh, oh it's it's awesome. Bram, you but. sold it so well that if I didn't buy stickies today, I would be buying an Atlas just to spite you. Yeah, Was well, that like a humble brag of buying stickies? A little bit, but also but, just throwing some shade at Graham. The <laughs> thing is, though, with the Atlas, if you get the 4-to-1 Atlas, all it is is a doubler box in front of the Atlas, so it's not really any different. Are you talking it's the 4 to... ratio one? No, like the 4-speed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, like, otherwise, the Atlas, if you get the Atlas, it's a 2-speed, and you just have front and rear digs, which is like if you put a 205 in. Yeah. But, like, but he's talking rear. about his doubler. Right, the eco box, mm -hmm. and it's just advanced adapters uses their own version of that in front of the Atlas case anyway for the doubler. If you were gonna so. do an Atlas in a in a 
trail rig, I would say you like you better be doing that. Having the options is more important than having all of the low range, I think, personally. Um like Luke, I think you'd have a ton of fun. I know you have the four to one, that's great. But I think you'd have more fun and I hate I'm not shitting on it. I think it's it's fine. Uh, but I think you'd have more fun with the manual with more options, right? Um, eh, I mean, I personally like will maintain until I get more seat time and I can be corrected on this in the future. Um, but like the four to one's an okay upgrade. Um, but I don't feel like I really need that much more gear than it already has. It seems like with the four to one low range is low enough and I end up spending more time driving it in second and third when I'm trying to get up something that I do in first. So I don't know. I yeah. think that the four to one is more of a noticeable and like usable upgrade for somebody who has smaller axle ratios than somebody like, like Luke who has what, five yeah. Like you know, like my buggy, know. I've got like the buggy. My buggy's got four fifty sixes with the thirty sevens, and like if I had a four to one in it, I think it would be better. Yeah. Um... To make up for the lack of gearing in the axle, and like John, his Comanche with the blue Comanche, he has a five to one Atlas in it, but the axles have four tens. Yeah, it definitely seems like it works well in his rig. If I were to ever buy an Atlas, though, at this point, I think I would just grab a 4.3 and throw it under the rig, or a 3.8 and throw it under the rig, and not really think about it again. Um, I don't have any... Like, 2.72 was almost okay, but it wasn't perfectly okay. 4 to one's just okay. It wasn't like a massive light switch. Mm -hmm. Um... Maybe that's because baby needs to learn how to drive again, but I don't, I don't know. know. I think baby kind of knows how to drive still. Nah, nah. I was definitely putting on the worst possible performance. It's more. He's <laughs> <Is> right. <laughs> you couldn't even make it up Wagoneer Hill consistently. No, I couldn't. Um, he actually never made it up in my eyes because I didn't see it. I didn't. I didn't see it either, and nobody ever showed me the video of it. So I'm just gonna. The video is on the drive. I did no. not feel like going through every single one of the videos Luke, on that. You're just gonna need to post it on your Instagram, and then it'll yeah. It'll if be... you continue on your on your Grams commentary posting spree, <laughs> uh, and post Those that, those literally up. make me make me laugh every fucking time. <laughs> I was dying at the one that I posted where he's just like going ham. <laughs> it's we were just having a blast. Yeah, I was, I was great. several T's deep at that point, just having a grand old time <laughs> riding around shifting. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! He looks over at me after I failed to get up one of the ledges two times, and he goes, "Hey, you need the automatic to take back over. You're not doing so hot, bud, or something like that." And that pissed me <laughs> off. And <laughs> away we went. Uh, so, I suppose this is kind of like Luke's episode, and we're hijacking it for a trip. Luke, he was muted. On. It's his fault. This My dog true. was going nuts. <laughs> they do be doing that. Yeah. Uh, 
So where have you been wheeling? Like I've I've seen some pictures and all, but I figure you should tell everyone else, you know? Uh so it's weird. I live in a place where there's like a ton of wheeling around me. Um and pretty much I never wheel around here. Um <laughs> so most I mean, I love s'more. Uh, I've only been there once. Uh, Badlands is probably as sad as it is, my home park because that's where I wheel at the most with uh, Nick and all those guys, all the Walt boys. Um we have a couple where, parts done. Where is Badlands? Uh, is it in Illinois? It's in Indiana. Okay. So that's sort Home of middle ground for Diesel. you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have Hollerwood here. I wheel that pretty often. Um, How is Hollerwood? It's a decent park for what it is. It's nothing crazy. Uh, if you're coming down here, you might as well do Harlan. Um, uh, the only reason I ask is Kyle Slater. Uh, he's been on here. He's been talking about uh, doing a shakedown run at Hollerwood, and I might make that my shakedown run before Good Evening. Yeah, yeah he talks about Hollywood, right? Who Croc, I guess. I guess Croc and his brother go there a decent bit too, and they have a ton of fun. Yeah, Hollerwood. Yeah. When are you looking to do that? How far away is Hollywood from me? It's like the lower side of Ohio-ish area into Kentucky, right? It's like northern Kentucky. Yeah, it's like four and a half, five hours from me. Um, I have to talk with Kyle. I'll get back to you on the dates. But we had been talking on the phone, and so I was curious. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to make that a shakedown run. <laughs> it, it's a decent park. You kind of have to, it's it's pretty big. You have to know like where the right obstacles are. So I recommend going with somebody. So if Kyle wheels a lot, it'd be fun to go with him. Um, That's as far away as S'more is from me. Holy shit. Really? It's crazy because that's only like an hour for me. Why aren't you special? <laughs> Harlan's like three hours from you too, and you've never been there. I, I've that's never a, been to Harlan, yeah. That's a 13 and a half drive out, half hour drive to, uh, from, ugh, I can't talk. Words to, are tough. Ugh, from me. 13 and a half hours from me. <laughs> Thought you were doing a remix for a second there. That was crazy. <laughs> Ram fails at wording. Um, it's okay. Hey, that's actually that's less less than well, I expected. Trying again? Yeah, he's trying again. Um, <laughs> what? Nothing. <laughs> um. Harlan, I feel like could be cool, but I have to go there with someone that actually knows the park, and then with a rig that doesn't like spectacularly fail itself repetitively would be cool. Um, I mean, we know where Lion's Den is now, or I do. Curtis does. But Curtis I can lead wheel. you. I can lead you to Lower Rock Garden. I think that I could lead cool. lead myself there too. That's a pretty easy one, though. I have. I still need to do Harlan really bad. I, it stinks because everyone around me, uh, all my boys are uh, ball crawlers. Um, <laughs> shout out to Sam and Brock. Uh, <laughs> I would so, say I, di- I didn't really start like wheeling hard until I got in with Nick uh, and all those guys. So it's kind of hard to wheel locally around here because I don't have a ton of rigs around me. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, you definitely became a Walt pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, when you. When you suck the head guy's dick, you know, tends they tend to like it more. Uh, it do be like that. <laughs> Who's the head guy? 
He's actually yeah. still low. <laughs> you, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I um, if, Nick. if you look in the group chat, he's still in graduation, actually. <laughs> yeah, which is absolute bullshit. Because uh, the classifications were that I needed a cage, and now I have two of them. So, <laughs> and and you needed real tires, and he has real tires. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Who so came up you... with those? Oh, sorry, God, sorry. No, I was gonna say who came up with those classifications. Uh, I think it was a community uh, wall decision. I think so. <laughs> the waltz I mean, have decided. <laughs> it's pretty much the recipe for fun, right? You can't have fun without either of those things. Uh, yeah. I still have fun. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you could have so much more. That is true. See, that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, in Cody's case, he just needs a cage. It, he doesn't give a shit, so he'll just send it up whatever on 35s true. and a 30. But, like, he needs a cage for when he, uh, Fucks the balls, up. yeah, when the balls are like, you're going this way, and the Jeeps, like, get fucked, nerd. <laughs> I thought That's you were what I said, when... too, but I haven't rolled it yet. <laughs> I've been close. I have been very close a few times, and I just somehow turn the, the wheels the right The harder you try, the, the dumber it is, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't think, if you're trying to roll, you're stupid. You just yes. go out and... It'll happen. Do stupid lines because you're getting you're getting incredibly comfortable with the rig, and mm-hmm. that's when dumb shit happens that you don't expect, and that's when you roll. Yeah, uh, I rolled on an easy trail at S'more last year, and Luke can confirm it. It was flat. No, it was not. You somehow rolled it. <laughs> no, you sure? No, the pictures are deceiving. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I would say there was there was a mild incline. It was uh, a it was like yeah. a step. <laughs> that was, uh, he kind of fell off a step and he just rolled. I fell off a step wrong. Yeah. It happens when you get old, man. You know your knees get weak and then just Yeah, you uh, roll your ankle and then you fall. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what happened. So that was on uh what was it, Bronco Wrecker or whatever that trail was? Uh, no, I Bronco rolled on, on Yellow Jacket. What was it? We didn't even do that trail because it was embarrassing to me. so then your second roll was on that one oh oh no i flopped it on that that water that very first obstacle that everybody did that was when i flopped it but like my proper roll was on an easy trail i see i was proud of you your flop that's what i was referring to oh the flop was no the flop was on a there was like two rigs that made it up that part of the trail where i flopped last year yeah, it was a rough section, or that one like was very. It's a deceiving. it's a really really deceiving obstacle. Um, it looks just like a normal V notch that you want to go and crawl into or crawl up, but there's a massive undercut, so you actually end up have having to get like sideways, and then cutting up and in and riding the V like falling into the V. It's kind of a cool obstacle. It was just a clusterfuck though, with how many <laughs> rigs we had. Nick, you know what uh, convinced me to get rid of the mile stars? Your friends harassing you? Well, uh, yes, it was that, Copperhead. Uh, well, it was Copperhead was a big part, but whenever I had to go around to pull you over after the roll and had to winch up the bypass trail oh, to get yeah. to the spot to pull you over, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what convinced me. Dude, that, um, was a, that was a like slick clay hill too on the side. Yeah, we're gonna make it more embarrassing. 
the F-250 with literally nothing done to it except body panels removed and welded in the rear made Forcefully it up Forcefully removed. <laughs> they were boggers. No, no. Luke's, Luke's talking about a different... Luke's not, not talking about the... Like, where I actually rolled, not where I flopped. Oh. Okay. Sorry. There's like a video. There's a video of him just completely scraping my hood when my Jeep was on its side. Yeah, I like the beat. Yes. I remember that video. Actually. And then, but then, like, you turn, you had to turn to go up the hill on like the easy side of where I rolled off of. And that was just like this kind of slick clay hill. And Luke <laughs> just couldn't, couldn't get up it with the Patagonias. Was he giving her the beans at least? Oh, he was. I'm always yeah. hit the beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know because you didn't bother to bring the rig. That is Oof. true. It happens. Is buddy. It happens. I, you I, know, I, I you, understand. Look, you know the sad part. I, I'm pretty sure that the only thing that it was was a ground. I haven't had the chance <laughs> to mess with it, but I went you and turned it onto my trailer, and the grounds were all loose. <laughs> oh my god, oh, that's that's I um. It would have been a blast if you'd brought it. You should have just, just brought it and let the monkeys tinker on it. We would have fixed it. Oh, we would have had the monkeys. The yeah. fucking monkeys. <laughs> I will say this. If you had anything mechanical going on at S'more, you had at least five people clustered around you. <laughs> Were they like, harassing you? Because that's what I feel like would have happened. Uh, there that's was like when my cam sensor uh, first unplugged itself and then deleted itself at AOP. Uh, <laughs> I broke like two minutes into the trail because uh, it unplugged itself. So I was like, that's weird. Um, and we're all just standing around this thing looking for it. The only reason I looked at the cam sensor plug was because that was the only sensor I hadn't touched. And it was conveniently unplugged. We just plugged it back in. And then when it broke, I just had, you know, all my friends dragged me out and we went and bought another one. Right? You just go there. You have everybody look at it. Somebody finds the problem, and then and then you go by the part and you fix it. If it's unless you're Luke, easy. well, unless you're Luke with the uh, you know fuel cell or not fuel cell, the uh, fuel pump issue. Well, a lot of people will look yeah, and then yeah. that's a little different. I mean, and he was always a big baby about using that stupid RTV. It was his worst enemy, the twenty-four <laughs> hour setting RTV. Dude, if, and like if, if you let gasket on that shit before it actually cures, it just melts the whole ring. Isn't the whole point of that stuff so it, you know, doesn't get yeah, that's fucked the up, thought. I guess? That's the thought. That's not reality. It has to cure before you put gas anywhere near it, and even then, the gas still eats it. That's... I hate Motobilt. So what, kind of, what kind of sealer are you talking about? Uh, RTV? It's a special... The greatest? It's a fuel-safe RTV. Yeah, um, what's it called, though? Because I, I used I used seal all on mine. Um, and it's been fantastic. What is it? Um, it it's is in like a yellow. It's in like a yellow tube. No, this stuff came in a silver tube. I forget what oh. it's called because I like threw it all away when I changed the cell. <laughs> now it uses a cork gasket. I installed yeah, it myself. Shit, that little that ring, those little fuel tank rings, those things suck to put in and take out. I don't know if I was just being retarded, but uh, it it took me a minute. What the the motorboat ones, the clamp rings? No, it's I, mean, I don't know on this RCI tank that he had. It's like a oh. it's this donut with some welded on studs, right? But it's got a 
a cut in it so you can get it in the tank. Yeah, and, mo- that's uh, what, yeah. And then it has, like, the outer bolt ring that you, like, put on top of the pump when the pump's sitting in there, and then... Yeah, and I don't know what it was with this ring that was in there. I could not... There was a ring already in there that was, like, a little fucked up, so I took it out and put the other no. one on. And Those both, are just a pain. Yeah, they just suck. You have to, like, yeah. bend it. and it. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to be doing that, but it worked. If it works, it works. So... How did the Patagonias do on Copperhead? Um, I, I mean, you should probably ask Nick more than me because I couldn't really see it. I felt like I was the farthest out of our group aside from Curtis, and Curtis, you know, just kind of has cheat codes. Um, yeah, yeah I was I was close enough that I was mad that I didn't make it. He um, he was probably where I was. I think, like the front tires were crested, but it just didn't want to hook. Gotcha. So it's yeah. like, because well, you guys, I mean, you guys teasing me. you. Yeah, you guys watched me get annoyed because I was like, one more time, and then I did it like five more times. Yep. I didn't yep. get that annoyed was, by that. I was enjoying that. That show. was Luke. That was Luke because he was I didn't right have there. A cage. Yeah. Well, you had the internal cage. That was the whole point of oh, the internal yeah, yeah, cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was I literally bolting the cage. the cage into his Jeep in the parking lot before we went out. <laughs> and it, the internal cage is like a TJ. Like poison spider cage or something like that. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> because he got it for a stupid cheap. Yeah, it, yeah, that was yeah. So I have a TJ internal cage, or I mean, <laughs> it was because uh, it's a full DOM cage and everything. It was like two hundred dollars, but it basically I just went and cut down the middle. It was a build yourself cage, so I cut down the middle and just kind of made it a little narrower and shoved it inside. Can't beat that. I mean, I it worked. This thing. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he he pulled up last year though, bolting his floor plates in like right when he got there. <laughs> that's uh, that's typical Cherokee person thing though. That's something. I, I, yeah, I am always doing something the morning of. The yeah. Trip. So um, you are reserved for the Good Evening Ranch trip. What kind of festivities should we expect in the parking lot? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, what are we <laughs> fixing? I I don't know. Just wait, wait until wait till like day two because Winterfest. I don't think you really did anything at Winterfest at the beginning when you showed up. No, because I had prepared for that. Like for yeah, months. I mean yeah, I had prepared for months and then. But and then after that, it was just um, an entire fab shop going on in the gravel <laughs> parking lot of our cabin. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we got the big cabin with plenty of flat parking spots. They're even paved. Oh, that's like, fantastic. Yeah, we're high class white trash this year. So <laughs> at least you can you know burn your back when it's hot out instead of stab your back on the gravel. Yes. It'll be perfect. <laughs> but the ten millimeter won't disappear into the gravel. That's good because I'm bringing everything that I'm going to need to rebuild an entire thirty. In the parking lot. That's gonna be <laughs> hilarious. Oh, no. So you're gonna I catch agree. me. Oh, sorry. You're gonna catch me with baby's first shot press bolted <laughs> onto the trailer. Does, doing just carrier bring, bearings. A whole, bring a whole ass Harbor Freight shot press on the trailer. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna build a little one that like is just the size that I need to do thirty gears. That's gonna be hilarious. Is that gonna go with the buggy? 
Absolutely. It should come on a little trailer. <laughs> just like clamp it to the back. I'll be bringing a spare gear sets. The I'm gonna all of it's gonna go with the buggy. So do you bring <laughs> two gear sets since they match? How's that? Yeah, work? you have to bring. Yeah, you have to bring a low pinion and a high pinion gear set. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> Don't get me wrong; they're gonna be like the cheapest ones you can buy just to like make it through the weekend if it no. happens. <laughs> but I think you could get spicers for like hundred and fifty bucks. That's that's what. Yeah, that's what I was gonna get. Okay. Well, that's that's OEM. Like, okay. No spices are good. I'd run spicer over anything else. I yeah. have um, USA Standard in it right now, and it's been doing okay. <laughs> okay. I, I don't. I don't know. Actually, but you know, USA think... standards are like Blem Yukons. I found out. Yeah, that's true. That, they did say. not meet the noise standard. Yep. Actually, yeah, noise uh... standard. They don't set up well. You can still get a good pattern out of them. I think that's the biggest thing. But yeah, I got I got a... an okay pattern out of the out of mine. They're they're Fair tougher enough, to get a good pattern out of a decent <laughs> Yukon or Revolution or you know reputable name brand gear will set up motive i have easier. motives in the cherokee and they set up really easy yeah that these is definitely true by the way the yeah they're yeah because these the, yeah they're yeah, yeah they they definitely took me quite a good number of tries to get dialed in Makes yeah sense. there's the difference between a good gear set and a shit one is you're gonna either set it up you know three or four times or seven to ten times depending on uh your shim stack from the start right i think jeremy said that when he did my gear set he had the front end in two uh patterns and yeah if you get a good one and you know what you're doing you're usually never far off um sometimes it happens don't get me wrong but the the shitty ones are harder because you end up going back and forth like oh it looks shit here yeah, I, that's what I was doing. Was there was a whole lot of back and forth. Like, first I was over, then I was under, kind of deal. Yep. Mm-hmm. I need to teach myself how to actually do gears. I feel like it they're can't not be that hard. It's not, not, not that hard. hard. No, it's just it's just time consuming. It's that first time, like watching somebody do it. After that, you can pretty much do it. Yeah. yeah. If you rush it, that's when you uh, end up with a shit gear set, and you'll blow it up on your first trip out. Ask me how I know. I actually just fill my discs with water, you know, for extra cooling. That's a good idea, too. How did that boat incident happen? Oh, um, well, rain. (laughs) (laughs) It it rained really hard. Uh, There's this, my buddy buddy has a property that you have to cross a river to get onto. Um, So we're sitting there looking at this river, and he's like, you won't cross it? And I'm like, who said? And he's like, you won't. So I tried it. (laughs) It, it gets over my hood, and I'm like, oh, I'm fine. So I just floor it. Well, I, I fall off a ledge, and my Jeep starts floating. Um, like, literally floating down a river. <laughs> I'm riding the, uh, ro- the roof like a surfboard. <laughs> and There's it finally video evidence a- of this, too. Oh, yeah, there, yeah, this is 100% true. It finally catches a rock, and, it, like, literally, the water's up to the windows. And I, I just floored it and flooded the whole engine. <laughs> so, um, it, ever since then, that's whenever it started having issues. I don't know why. Um, I winched uh, it out and drained the oil and, you know, down we go. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, impressive. 
Did just that, get... like... <laughs> Go ahead, Graham. I'm sorry, I just started coughing as soon as I started asking a question. Oh. Uh, so just the just the Motorola, right? Everything else is, you know, water uh, spark okay plugs. In those. Oh, spark no, plugs you don't need. Motorola oh. don't need spark plugs. They <laughs> no, don't I need didn't. spark. They do need them. You just don't need to change them. Anybody who tells you your four runs like shit because the spark plugs is wrong because they don't give a fuck. I didn't drain the trans, the T case, um, the diffs, or I think that was it. I didn't drain anything other than the motor and have drove it on the highway multiple times since then. Oh, perfect. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> Very good. That transmission is definitely all water. Added a little uh, Lucas. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Lucas and water. They turn it. He added, he added a little. That's ATF. A little. in the gas tank. <laughs> this is good octane booster. I love you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all think I'm joking. I've literally, I probably drove it 500 miles since then. <laughs> Damn, no, so I've got amazing. No, he has. He sent us videos. <laughs> so Jeez. when you went to do that nose chop, though, like I know we're bouncing around here. What happened? Because like it was supposed to just be a little bit of this and that, and then suddenly the whole nose is gone. Um, I had wanted to dove it, dove nose it for a really, really long time, and I had never really like came up with a good idea to do it, and so I had bought. Nick, me and Nick went in on some tube and got like a crazy deal. Tube here was like fourteen dollars a foot, um, and we got it. What did we end up getting it for, Nick? Uh, it was like five or five fifty a foot. Yeah, oh, shit. yeah. During like COVID, and so it was you know whenever prices were high, um, and so I had a ton of extra tube, and I was just like, all right, I'm gonna narrow the front end, and I, I was planning on doing coilovers anyway, so it was just made packaging everything easier to do the hoops and all that instead of cutting around stuff. Um, so yeah, I'll ultimately just cut everything from the firewall forward, um, just for more clearance. Did you cut the unibody rails? No, I did leave the rails, um, and then built off the rails. Yeah. Shame, shame. (laughs) I couldn't really justify cutting the rails because I hit my oil pan with my axle before I hit the rails. Um, so... Yeah, my issue has just been the area of frame near the track bar. Like, I've plated that whole area up so much that it's now flexing where the old upper control arm used to be and (laughs) the back of the motor mount. So, like, when I turn the steering wheel, you can watch the whole front of the Jeep walk side to side. It's great. (laughs) I have also plated that area a lot. Um, So I'm sure I will be there at one point. I I just let it crack at this point. It's probably better than actually welded. Every time I've welded over it, I mean, I had everything out when I did my whole front thing, and I plated the inside, I welded everything, it was, you know, there wasn't oil and shit all over everything for once, so I was able to actually, like, get everything good, and, you know, I, I looked under it after some more, every sing- almost every single weld around that motor mount on that side is cracked. Uh, <laughs> the track bar is not cracked yet, probably because everything else is flexing, but it'll crack, and then I'll be back to cutting it off and putting it back on again. It's That whole section just gets fucked over the years, and then yeah, you end up with... Uh, In reality, it's hard for me to justify doing anything else to my body because it's already so, like, destroyed. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's so, fair. It's... My Jeep, like... My Jeep looks good in pictures. My Jeep is wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> he takes he takes really good pictures. Yeah. 
<laughs> Everything looks good from that. 10, 15 feet away. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody somebody had said on one of the podcasts a couple weeks ago that my Jeep was nice, and Nick was like, just wait till you see it in person. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure we did. <laughs> and then it didn't funny. show up in person. Oh, yeah, it was sad. That's that's how good it looks. <laughs> so uh, you got to do the passenger princess thing with Graham. How was that? Oh God! Oh, me and Graham were having a great time. The, <laughs> the best was whenever we were flying and hit a massive whoop and just bounced in the air. <laughs> no, we, me and Graham were having a good time. We wheel pretty similarly, so it was uh, it was fun. Uh, I enjoyed. I actually enjoy riding passenger. That wasn't bad at all. That was the first time I think I'd ever really actually rode passenger for a whole trip. Um, it's nice not having to worry about breaking stuff. <laughs> yeah, there's. It's. I have mixed feelings about it. Right. On one hand, you're not breaking your shit. Like, you have nothing really. To, there's nothing to prove because you don't have your rig there. Like, you know, you have one. It's just it's it wasn't ready or this or that, whatever it was, and you can just enjoy sitting there and watching other people break their shit and fix fix the stuff as it breaks right uh, i would have loved to have had my rig there to show up luke on that hill but you know it is what it is <laughs> but you did <laughs> yeah that's what i did instead yeah, yeah the guy on 37 said it though it's fine the guy on 37 <laughs> and a 44 was the only guy to make it up that too but he yep. was also the first on there so you know hey uh that's it that's, wasn't uh, here's you know Debatable. It was not See, a Luke, you could have avoided all of this by attempting the left side. I, I haven't gotten any flack for breaking my drive shaft <laughs> because I didn't even attempt the same line. He tried the hard line. He was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm you still going to give you shit. I would have had it. I would have had that if my drive shaft hadn't broken. I guarantee you. There was no, no mud or anything on it. It was clear. Another you Adam you would have had it down. if you didn't put your front tires like three feet in the air and come down in the throttle. I, I, that didn't happen. There's no proof. I, I mean, a... that's, that's fair. This is fair. I'm I didn't take a video of it, so. That me and Luke will be breaking stuff back and forth at Good Evening Range. Oh, yes, we will. You better <laughs> fucking believe it. Um, the no, part thinking... of... Sorry, God. Sorry. Sorry. The part that's funny for me about that, though, is like I watched Graham get the nose in the air and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to hit this thing with my fucking purse because that <laughs> lower ledge was fucking me. So I grabbed like third gear, dumped it off the limiter and just all I saw was sky. And then it went <laughs> like I stayed in it as it came down, bounced up the obstacle, broke the hub and everything. And Becca just goes. Yeah, your Jeep got a little bit of air there. Uh, <laughs> you you hit your bumper. So that was that was a good fucking trail. You were saying, Cody? Speaking of good evening ranch, you know what I just started thinking about is uh if no other smaller rig goes, I'm literally going to be stuck hanging out with you assholes, which means I'm either gonna die or the Jeep's gonna die. There's no in between. <clears throat> hey, if I'm I die, with the buggy. Hey, I'm yeah. gonna be there with the buggy. So okay. Joey Joey Urban is bringing his Wrangler on like thirty sevens, thirty. Okay. I think that's on thirty fives or thirty sevens. Yep. <laughs> also, Did you just, just see Joey? It's post. not a big. It's not a big rig. Joe, Joey just posted that three D uh, printed hub tool or whatever, and somebody had oh. commented, I, "I can't wait for you to print it, or uh, part out your 
printers. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah his rig, his rig's not that big, so it's definitely like he, him, and I were talking that it's it'll be comparable to, yeah, comparable to the buggy on the trail as far as setup, like axle and tire setup, anyway. Yeah. Um, and so, honestly, the obstacle, most of the obstacles at Good Evening are not like super hill kill. Yeah, like, isn't the way it's set up? Obstacles. It's like a ton of different line choices yeah. and stuff like yeah, that. Oh, okay, it, it's a lot of, a lot of like. I mean, there's that uh, Cripple Creek, but a lot of it is. is there like a rock, huge runs or rock section? obstacles, right? There's See, but like rock gardens. I'm not clusters. like too. I'm not too worried about it. It'd be more like the hill. Cause like rock gardens, I can kind of get my shit box through some dumb stuff. Like I'm not worried about dragon body panels or none of that. It'd be more like the intense hill climbs where like, if I and slide sideways and many. roll down, like that would suck. Yeah. I, I would mostly be concerned about the buggy on like having to like just beat on it to get up a ledge there, but it didn't look like they had any too many there's, of that. There's, there's one. <laughs> I know there's, there's at least one. Compared to like s'more though, yeah, no, because half of half of s'more is just beating yep. on ledges to get up them. Yep. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I can't drive to save my life, so I mean, you'll probably go farther than me. Uh, I don't know about that. I got thirty fives and a Dana thirty. So like, if we'll there's do... if there's something I could bottom out on, I will bottom out on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, like, if I had if I had this. I had the small. I was the only one to make it up that one that one ledge. So, just saying. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's about the personality, the not the size. I yeah. can spot halfway decent. The driving that's that's missing. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, Luke. Being named Luke. Luke can spot. Luke can spot for sure. I feel like I feel like I'm the opposite. Like, granted, after Luke, my Luke left. Our area, it seems like I'm always the one stuck spotting. Granted, it's because my rig's not there with me, whatever. Um, but I feel like I can drive way better than I can spot. Like, granted, I do always end up spotting, so I have gotten better. But, like, if I, if I try to get somebody up something, like, four times, then I'm just like, ah, it's up to you now. <laughs> like, I'm I walking really, away. I don't I really, really enjoy spotting. Like, spotting is extremely fun to me. I, don't I like spotting, I like spotting when, when people listen to me because... Like John, love John, never listens to me when I try to spot him. <laughs> and, th- and then when, when he finally does, he's like, oh, that, that did work. And I was like, yeah, that's what I've been telling you for the last 10 <laughs> minutes that you've been trying this obstacle. And you would have been up it nine minutes ago if you listened to me. <laughs> like- <laughs> and Graham, generally when I'm spotting you, you're pretty much like, yeah, I'll try that. And then it works. So Yeah, I no, I mean... Uh, y- y- that's sort of where I was going with that is since, since we don't have you, like I, I, I trust you as a spotter. I'll listen to things that you say now. Other people in our group, uh, I'll, I'll take into a consideration the words that they're saying, but unless I'm really fucked, (laughs) like it's not always, Uh, uh, I feel like that's how me and Nick are. Uh, Me and Nick are kind of (laughs) similar. I always feel like with you, Graham, you like you you would listen or not. I wouldn't say you listen, but you take into consideration, just like you said, from other people on what's going on. And then whenever you get fucked, you just look at me, and then I'm supposed (laughs) to just like figure it out. And I'm like, oh god, here we go. Now I got to put like my big boy pants on and like figure it out. (laughs) 
but also you do similar shit that I do. Everybody else like guides you to the easy line where you go to where it's fun. So I think that's kind of where I can oh. like correlate. Yeah, oh, they're, Luke, they're Luke, looking path of least resistance. I'm looking yes. for uh, either the line that's already in my head or what looks fun. Right? You get. It's, oh yeah, I agree uh, completely. <laughs> and and you can sort of build the line in your head, right? I think yeah. having to have a spotter for every obstacle is kind of a, you know, that's a killjoy. It's now, not a. It's not down, a deal, right? You're not going to have much fun on a night ride if you're out there and you can't pick a line or you can't yeah. you can't manage to get around in a rock garden where nobody's spotting anybody and you can't see shit. Like you're going to have to try a little left or a little right and see, right? There's there's a level of learning you kind of have to do on the fly mm-hmm. there and just figure out your situation. Do your some self-spotting. Uh, That's so. what I like about the the night runs that we have done because Nobody wants to get out, so we just everybody moves. You know, we just keep moving. Yep. Like I mean, you guys saw that as more like for we for the most part we were just moving until we got on the, the obstacles that everybody was just completely screwed on. Yeah, yeah or the bottlenecks where you, there's no other real <laughs> line choices. You have to just yeah until the other guy gets up, and then it's well if they're struggling, you get out, you look at it, and that makes sense. Yeah, puppy liquor was a good one for that. Yeah, it was. Is that a trail uh, name? That's yes. the trail name. Yes. Yeah, it was okay. called. I yeah, thought that was, that was somebody's nickname, and I got really concerned <laughs> what was happening down there. There was already an armadillo that somebody tried to touch or something. I don't know. <laughs> Look, you uh, had to be there. You had to be there. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Now, no, yeah, that's a trail. That's one of the one of their harder trails. There. Well, I w- I'm not going to say harder comparatively, but it's one of their level five out of level six trails. What the fuck? So it's like it's rock slick. climbing levels by you guys? That's how you no, they, no, they just do at S'more. They just have like one through six on difficulty. No as color. opposed to like, no. no S'more just has like, shapes. has like number <laughs> difficulty. Well, shapes as would a, be like as opposed to like, as opposed to like, you know, red or black or whatever. Mm hmm. That's so they interesting that all the different there. areas does. So yeah, so like they were going based off like so rock climbing does very similar things um, with like six A, seven B stuff like that. Like that's how they designate difficulty. And then you said, Luke, you guys do almost like the ski trail shit down in the south, right? It's like circle, square, like green circle. Uh, it's square. generally like blue, green, red, orange, um, orange. but like really hard. Tr- yeah, the oranges are like kind of like what a black would be and then there's also blacks it's like the next step up but it's not like full-blown buggy stuff and then um so so from somebody up north going down there they're like oh let's hit this black trail and they get absolutely fucked is that (laughs) no the the reds are the really fucked up ones and then like if you see they'll put the double like diamonds where it's super fucked up and like little caesars at aop has the double diamonds if i remember right yeah, that page that that uh that trail looks insane. It's gnarly. It's something. <laughs> you can't walk up it, let alone drive up it. Really? The first half at least. Shit. You're literally rock climbing if you're if you want to get up some of that shit from that the bottom. Insane. Yeah, the second half like... I think is doable. They did it in uh one of the um Flex Rocks and Rollovers videos. Yeah, the overtime but video. The bottom half. 
It's Get tricky. Fuck. Um, I haven't seen anyone actually make it up the bottom half yet. A, a school bus on like 55s might make it up it. Probably, but like it's also the gonna wheelbase. have a motor. Yeah, yeah. Um, One of those fancy LSs and. Did you guys see? Um, did you guys see the video of Jason rolling off Riot Hill? Yes. Mm. That, that was recent. That was yeah, like that a was like a, a week ago. ago. Yeah, he went to the big rig rodeo. Big rig rodeo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. Yep. <clears throat> that looked like yeah. fun. I wish I could have gone. But my G. You don't have a big tired. rig, and you've never been to a rodeo. <laughs> Technically, I've been to a rodeo, but I don't have a rig. I don't. Ha I don't have a big rig, nor have I been to a rodeo, so I just sat that one out. <laughs> yeah, it was no. probably a good one to sit yeah. out. We was... watched a uh, rodeo, Graham. At Good Evening, we did. You're not wrong. I forgot about that. Horses are like bulls. Horses. They're like bucking, like bucking bronco type shit. Oh no! Uh, barrel racing, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So speaking of barrel racing. Well, they let us do that at Good Evening Ranch because I know so, they've done it multiple not, times. Not this weekend. I do. So when I was speaking to the gentleman on the phone, they have a horse event and they have another event already happening the same weekend that we are doing <sighs> our event. So like he already told us, like expect to just have traffic on trail and then traffic in the parking lot. So well, I know there's the memorial event. I, I was... How much do we have to bribe them to ride a horse? I mean, uh, if there's, it depends on how cute you are. Like, I'm sure there's some crazy. I'm, horse shows up. I'm sure Luke. I'm sure Luke Kennedy could walk up there and just hop on one, and nobody would. I'd just be like, I'm from I. Kentucky. We have the Derby here. Like, I can ride. Yeah. <laughs> My dad owns the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> <laughs> Try that. And let me know how well that works. I'll me. walk up with you. I'll do it with you. So if they don't like the South, you know, I can come in with the North and we can try. No, and they hit them definitely aren't going to like you. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, what? oh, yeah, I'm, I'm from Springfield. We don't we don't have <laughs> horse. I used to work at a horse barn. All right. You watch your mouth. All right. Jeez. Um, <laughs> but they're going to be doing horse food and stuff there. So, like, we get to watch barrel racing on horses while we eat. You know, that'll be cool. Yeah, they give us a complimentary be... horse to watch on. Dude, hey, we're uh, we're no. gonna eat on this trip. <laughs> yeah, we're actually gonna eat. Um, we we have a full blown like kitchen and stuff too. So if we wanted to get fancy with it, we don't actually have to eat sandwiches. I'm sure we'll make sure not to use it. <laughs> uh, guarantee. Um, or Luke, were you there when we had the big cabin at Winterfest a couple of years ago? This is weird. Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think. No, I sh I would I showed up in the morning. I think the next day or something. Because that was when Brandon blew up his LS. And that the, was that year. Oh no! Then I wasn't. I came the year after that. Oh okay. Yeah, we had the big cabin there, and it was nice. We used the we used the kitchen for that. I'm kind of thinking that, like, because we actually have time to plan. This is all going to go out the window anyway. Yep. But I kind of want to <laughs> go and, like, if we can, pitch in and get, like, a decent bit of steak and other stuff, like chicken and... Not poverty one of the, burgers? Not poverty That's burgers. That's all I eat. See, uh, but the yeah. problem with that is you have, like, 14 people confirmed 
trying to cook steak inside okay so you have 15 people considering that everybody's probably going to get like a 14 ounce steak on average if they're cheaping out you know where are you cooking these inside in a kitchen other than on the stove with like a skillet which isn't even going to be the best option for a steak so like why not do something like pasta where you can make like i was just gonna say yeah Yeah, what is pasta or like uh Make a big old lasagna. It's got the a masa chole, dude. If fourteen's average, what is like large? Yeah, well, what's a thirty-two ounce T-bone? Like that'd be like a big old like or like a thirty-two ounce ribeye. Now, fuck. Now we're getting to them big dog steaks. <laughs> that's that's a big boy right there. You, you gotta cook that on like a skillet and then put hey. that in the oven with some butter and some. You know, never mind. Sorry, I'm getting fat and hungry. I'm sorry. If, if you can get <laughs> if you can get Daddy Don out there, he'll cook everybody's steak. He's a yeah, big grill master. Story. He's grilling everything. He's yeah, a grill master. I don't know. I just feel like steak's one of those tough things to do because, like, trying if you don't have a big enough grill, and then on top of that, everybody wants their steak cooked a different fucking way. Like, in the timing's a little bit off. I don't know. No, I feel it's like that's a, a build whole... your own steak. I prefer uh, adventure. It you bring your steak, you cook your steak, and then you eat it. Graham, if I don't you... think I've ever seen. I think you it's cook like a thing on any of our events. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's because I don't. I'll eat the poverty <laughs> burgers. You can eat the steak. Uh, it's Somehow... fine. I ended up there, cooking for Graham all weekend. There's an oven there, right? In this cabin? Yes. Yeah, okay. Oven. I'm just strictly bringing Jack's pizzas. <laughs> okay. That's all we need. <laughs> Nothing like a 3 a.m. Jack's pizza. That's the last <laughs> thing I remember from that night. That and then the 35-minute long shower. And then <laughs> I got back to the truck, and I woke up, and everyone was gone. <laughs> And then, 3 a.m. Uh, Jacks hit the spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, speaking of, where did you go, Luke? You just disappeared. I didn't even get a goodbye, a fuck you, nothing. He's oh, they, left, they left early. Oh, we did, but I, yeah, we left early. All, all I did was hear them leave. I didn't get anything either. I don't remember. Yeah, because I wasn't really decided. Like I thought I was going to stay the next day, and then I just ended up deciding to go with him in the morning. I would have felt bad if I would have had to make Graham drive all the way to Louisville, even though it was kind of on the way. It totally so, was on the way. It was on the way. It was. You not, did it. it was not I, I heard you did it go through Louisville though. Well, he uh, could have. It was one of the options. I don't know exactly where I went. It was. <laughs> you uh, said on your very... podcast you went through Indy. I did. I didn't have to, but I. I there were two. Yeah. The, it was either the Indy route or the Louisville route. There was the two options. Uh, they weren't so. that different, all things considered. No. But no, the guys that I was with were trying to get out, and I didn't get to say bye to anyone. I kind of felt bad. Yeah, I woke up in the morning, and the only <laughs> thing I saw was Daddy Duan wearing the Waltz shirt and uh, MJ crawling and his girlfriend, and they were like, "You want some eggs or something?" Yeah, you, I mean, you were you were done. I mean, I don't know when you woke up, but Dude, you, everybody else was ready to go, and Luke's still like, uh, we don't even have a pulse. We don't know if he's alive in there. <laughs> just, I, he, I had texted hit. Graham, and I expected him to like kind of pass that on to you, but I guess I guess it didn't get passed <laughs> yeah. on. <laughs> no, it did no, not. Sorry. <laughs> he was gone. Everyone was gone, and then we went out and we ran uh, the opposite, like opposite direction of Wagoneer Hill. Past the waterfall and all that shit. Good times. Yeah, I was uh, a little disappointed. I didn't have a, a a passenger princess for half my ride back. I'll be honest. Uh, that was a rough ride. <laughs> 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 that that drive was long. 
Yeah, Ohio I, dragged. Ohio oh. fucking dragged. For I don't know like how. Dude, if I you don't know. know. Okay, I'm oh, sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I just wanted to say, I don't know how the fuck you do those long drives alone, man. Like, that is just, I feel like I'd just go insane. Years of practice. Yeah, the real turn insane. off. The real turn off to Adam DeGram was that he said it was a second gen, and I was like, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm ahead. He's got nice. It's it's part of the. That's how you stay awake, right? It's just it's a piece of junk, and anything could go wrong at any moment. So, uh, <laughs> to be fair, I wrote know, there it, like it was a 97 summer fleet. Yeah, Luke, that wasn't any better. <laughs> <laughs> the the OBS suburban. Oh no. <laughs> That thing was comfortable. A trooper. Those things are. The seats in those are like couches. Yeah. That's kind of how the Grams is, too. He actually has some nice interior in that. And you just sit in it, just kind of like swallows you up, and you're just chilling. It's pretty great. Very comfortable. Agreed. Oh, yeah. You Ten both have sat in it. My long solo Wait. was like, I guess a two hour. How, long, how far away was your old house from here? Two and a half. Uh, so I guess two and a half was my longest. So. Oh, okay. Richie sat in that passenger seat for like 26 hours, roughly. <laughs> That's like, disgusting to think about. <laughs> I don't even want to think about how long I've sat in that stupid driver's seat. Way too long. <laughs> Ten minutes. <Yeah. laughs> I wish. <laughs> you're just standing the rest of it. I feel like you're a stand-up at a desk kind of a guy. Stand up so I bet you could do it. Stand up at a desk. <laughs> No, more like a U-Haul. You know how they're kind of like half sitting, <laughs> half standing. That'd be actually pretty sick. I don't know. <laughs> Just be able to oh, switch, shit. like have a, a you know a standing mode and a sitting mode. No, he's got yep. he's, he's got one of those power desks that raises up. Yes, I do actually, but it stopped working. It didn't go up. It only goes down. <laughs> it only goes down, and I I hit the button every once in a while, and I lose like it. I lose a centimeter or whatever, and uh, you know it's it's getting lower. It's actually like slightly uncomfortably low at the moment. You're gonna be like one of those Japanese restaurants where they're kneeling on the ground. <laughs> but anyways, let's get this back to Luke. I know he's muted right now, but hopefully he'll unmute by the time oh, we're right. talking. Um, so. Like we're, I don't know. We talk about this all the time with different people with XJs and how they have a shelf life. Are you considering going like the crazy route and getting rid of your unibody the whole way through, doing it all done up or whatever? Or do you think that this is just like a stepping stone for your next rig? I've yeah, I even the s'more trip we were kind of back and forth. I'm pretty much to the point where I would like to switch to something with a frame. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I haven't really decided on a platform yet whether I don't want to do a buggy because I really really enjoy driving my rig on the road so I want something that is road legal. Um, I'm I'm kind of between like an old like uh, a square body like Ranger or I, even a YJ was kind of in the consideration. Um, but I want something that's cool like something that catches your eye but is still going to be functional. So it's really hard. I, the problem with me is it's hard to want to build something nice whenever I know I'm just going to destroy it. <laughs> like I'm going to bounce whatever it is off of a tree. So why so, not build it to bounce off the tree? That, that Yeah, but I feel like I kind of tried to do that with my Cherokee, and it just trashed. <laughs> well, that's because it's a Cherokee. It's I mean, it's a shitbox no matter how you look at it. I mean, granted, though, I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know how well the wheeling is out there. I don't know if balancers are necessarily something that would work well for you. Like up here, I don't think a balancer would really be beneficial. Um, but maybe something like that you're thinking down the road, or you think it kind of like a slow crawler, technical crawler. See, that's that's another in between for me because like I I really like to like drive fast. I like to have speed. Um, so I think a bouncer would be fun, but then it puts me back to that spot where I'm like, I still want to be able to drive it on the road. And it is Kentucky. I probably could drive a bouncer on the road, <laughs> but you know, I want, I do like body panels and stuff like that. So yeah. I, I, it's, I don't know. I'm kind of in between a couple different things at the moment. I, I think ultimately, yeah, I probably will retire the Cherokee and go with something else. Um, it's just kind of a, a gateway into it. I would say. Hell yeah, man. Well, uh, I'm going to lead right into my next question, which is usually the most common question that I forgot to ask on the last episode. What is your favorite tire, and what's the worst tire that you'd, like, you'd never recommend somebody? And it has to be DOT for both. Oh, um, well, worst tire is uh, Mile Stars for sure. <laughs> Typical um, answer. Yep, yep. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, favorite tire. That's a tough one. I, uh, can it just be like, for no reason or like does it have to have a purpose uh i mean generally that is how podcasts work generally when you say something you'd like to you know back it up with some <laughs> stuff but uh no i mean you could you could say whatever you want man this is your this is your it world be the we're best living in it's right the now. prettiest yeah dot hmm. let's see i mean th- this is stupid because i run the mickeys now i really like the baja bosses and the dot version um because i don't feel like they're too much different than the uh the sticky version um dot there's not a ton that i actually like love i like the nittos a lot but i've never ran them so i can't really say a ton about them oh we'll go with the uh the mickey thompson baja boss nice oh yeah man yeah it's gonna be interesting to see the difference a good evening yeah i i am interested to see that because i was kind of in between doing the stickies or not but like i back to the driving on the road a lot i didn't really want to do the stickies Luke, are you dropping hints, brother? Is that what you're doing right now? He Not you, Luke. The, our Luke. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Do you want to do you want to talk about that? What did you end up going with? You went up with the. Uh, I bought the... a set of Baja bosses today. The X series stickies. Hmm. Um. Yeah, they were. It's available. an arms race. I I get reds. He needs stickies. Uh. The only problem <laughs> so... is is. No beadlocks that we're still we're still fighting against the beadlock trend. He's no, pushing I, the poor man's beadlock, buddy. It's not that I don't I'll want beadlocks through the. Through the uh, Luke, uh, you can't give away the secret, so just the, the secret sauce. Okay, okay. I'm it, is, it, it is very crazy. To well, me no, he's, didn't he, has, he has he has reasons for things, and if he exposes himself, then is it for the reason that you've already said? Luke? It's because I'm fucking broke now. Ah, well, I mean, well that's a, yeah, that's, that's fair. yeah. I mean, uh, you you can do the the old school drag race trick, which is uh, self tappers through the um the lip of the tire, oh right on the edge God. of the rim. Yeah, <laughs> no, just get like I'm forty good. of those please, fuckers in there. Please no. I'm good. Did uh, you see? Please. Did you see that? Uh, there's a company that makes a beadlock. That's like that now, and it's DOT. I don't remember what company it is. You screw into the tire? No, oh, no. There's uh, a, it has a bolt. There's a, there's a bolt. Is it Icon? Yeah. They have you know X amount of bolts, and there's like threaded spots in the actual wheel. And so these bolts, 
They're like smooth on the end and then the threads all the way up at the top of the bolt by the head. And so it sits behind the bead. So like you seat the wheel, you seat the tire normally, and then you thread in all these bolts and they sit right behind the bead. So you can't push the bead off of the That's kind of cool. All, all the bolts have O rings on them and stuff. They Yeah. Uh, it's it's like a they thread down through the, the lip or like the bowl. Interesting. That's pretty cool. I feel like it could easily develop leaks though if those O rings get used a bunch. I've installed a good amount of them, and I actually really like enjoy the style of them. Like they seem pretty stout. Yeah, makes sense. Um, and Cody, to go back to that, the reason being with the stickies, I don't have the money right now to do a full set of chromos up front, so I'm doing a set of thirty spline chromos with new U joints and two sets of shafts. Only one set's going to have the actual chromos on them, but, like, I can't afford to buy bead locks and, you know, get those shafts put back together and all the other stuff I have to do before Good Evening and go to Good Evening if I buy, Bro, like... I'm, you're telling me, man, I'm trying to save up for a fucking buggy and go to wait, Good wait, Evening. Wait, wait, like, wait. Like, <laughs> I feel you, bro. Like, I'm, like, sitting here being like, this penny has to go here, this penny has to go there. <laughs> like, wait. it's a mess. <laughs> You're gonna mount sticky tires on non beadlock wheels. Yes, I'm gonna mount brother tires on. Luke, don't ask well, thank you. you don't First want off, the answer to Nick. Thank Nick you. has already done this. So before you yell at Luke, Nick has legitimately already done this and is currently running them on his buggy. So he's no, on. No, I'm running bit. blues. I'm running blues on the buggy. Those are those blues. Are blues? They're blues. You can ask oh, Curtis. I got them from him. Then. I don't want those. Then fuck those things. <laughs> I'll swap Curtis with my blue labels. <laughs> I thought they were he red. Got them, the no, they're blues. He got them with storage tires so he didn't have to sit on his treps the whole winter. <laughs> that why is the most just, hardest thing ever. Why don't <laughs> yeah. you do some weld-on beadlocks or something? Um, you so, cannot run a weld-on beadlock on a Super Duty. Yeah, oh, you that. can. We, were, we actually were talking about this earlier. Why can't what you? What do you mean? Uh, there's I, I, there's I, not uh, enough of a... It's not dished enough for you to be able to get the bolts on the lip. Oh, he has the stock Super Duty. Yeah, okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, I have... I will be the first to admit that I've had issues with beads coming off, but I started gorilla taping the inner lips of the bead and then running the 17... Or I think they're by 8s, not by 9s in the 17 uh, for the factory rims. And the amount of issues I've had with the beads coming off is not terrible. Like, the tires I killed at S'more got killed from, like, ramming the sidewalls into everything. They didn't die because of the rims. How low were you even able to go, like, reliably? Or PSI? You can go pretty can... low with the Super Duty Steelies. Really? That's... The only, yeah, issue... But... the only issue you run into is... When the the outer lip, because it's got a pretty aggressive um, lip for the bead to actually sit on. It's longer than your wagon wheel that you'd buy off the mm -hmm. shelf. Mm -hmm. um, when it gets mangled in, when it gets pushed down and crinkled up, that's when you start having issues. Yeah. Me and Luke both ran those wheels for a long time, and we'd never really had any crazy de-beading issues. Like, You'd hmm. see with uh, Colin with the H2s, he debeated those things all the time. Yeah. Um, 
That's that's part of the reason I don't want to, or like in the current situation, I don't want to go to like a soft eight with a weld on bead lock. Is that inner bead's going to end up popping, and then I could have, I will be pissed with myself for putting the time into them when I want. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but I want the rolling big power. Um, they do a like copper looking rim um, with black. Or with a black beadlock itself, and I really want those, but they're five hundred a wheel. So Jeez. like, I ran weld on beadlocks on a steel, like a soft eight wheel, for a long time, and never really had an issue with the D beading. Pat, I mean, I ran them at like four pretty consistently. Sweet, I will consider. It was it. also Patagonia's. So it was Patagonia's, but I'll consider it. But like right now. To be honest with you, my money and my time, because I only have every other weekend really to work on it, is uh, it's all dedicated towards just getting the rig there and getting the upgrades I have to do done. Because like yeah. I've got a cracked Pitman arm, uh, and just how the fuck do you like crack that. a Pitman? Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was surprised Still when he told me precision. that. Um, <laughs> where is it cracked? It's cracked right at the uh, collar. Like, the, like at the spline. Yeah. Oh. How did you do that? Uh, I don't know. The rig does it once every two and a half, three years. Uh, seems to This be is a common thing? Uh, Apparently. I've never heard of that happening before. He told me the on, other day. On that rig, I this will be the second Pitman arm I've had to put on it. How the hell is that your weak point? You have tie rod ends on that fucking thing. <laughs> I've oh, never killed shit. a tie rod end. I've killed more Pitman arms than that tie rod That doesn't make end. any sense. And Those tie rod ends are probably smoked. How the fuck? And you've seen how I wheel, too. It's not gentle. Like, that steering has no right to exist. If I was having a steering issue, I would never, ever think to check a Pitman arm. Uh, well it makes it very obvious if you have someone go get in it start it and then you can watch the fucking um, Pittman arm dance side to side it's a happy little dance <laughs> that's um, so stupid just yeah, welded to the gearbox gearboxes are cheap it's True. been thought of you mean the spot <laughs> to the shaft? Yeah, to the shaft. <laughs> I was say, shit, you weld it to the gearbox and just like... sit straight yeah. <laughs> to the shaft. Um, I'm just buying one through Stinky Fab because it comes pre all set up and it's like 70 bucks. And they send stickers. They do. Oh, stick it with the seller right there. Yeah. Like, let's be real here. That rig needs some like quality parts stickers. It doesn't actually have any quality parts from Stinky Fab. It's just got the sticker. But oh, dude, I have a lot of quality parts stickers that I can give you from my job now. Excellent. Oh, yeah. I have some uh, big, some big money stickers now laying around. I thought the craziest thing that uh, Stinky Fab did to our friend RJ, he bought their whole entire uh, track bar setup with the aluminum rod and, or link and all that. And they did not send a single sticker in his box. And I think I bought like something tiny. It was like the smallest thing. Oh, I think I only bought just the track bar bracket. And I got like six stickers with them. Like, fuck yeah, let's go. You know what makes me mad is that <laughs> dude, PRP doesn't send stickers. No, what? they don't. Like, dude, they yeah, you spend $1,000 on seats and they don't even give you a sticker. <laughs> that's, Get that's fucked, nerd. 
And on their part, like, I mean, granted, yes, they already have their seats coming out pink and shit. So, like, advertisement, you can just look through the windshield and you see the PRP. But still, like, it's yeah. free advertisement for them. Like, their like, people are going to put that on their, like, their, their tow rigs and shit that they drive around daily. Like, throw them in a sticker. Yeah, like, it yeah, doesn't I mean, make sense. My, my advertisement on my PRP is the cracked fucking seat that's only been on it in it for, like, three years. Cracked seat? Like, in the, 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 the leather like material? the leather is cracking. I think they so reupholster. You but. should just why don't you just use leather conditioner? You know, actually, like you know, they, they do reupholster. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care that much. It's not like ripped through, but it's like my driver's seat is smoked. <laughs> the passenger not, seat's fun. Is it on the left side that you crawl in on? Nope, it's on the uh, right side. Really? That's a, yep. that's surprising, huh? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm, I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> I don't think I can have nice seats because uh, they would just get left in the rain all the time because none of my windows work. Hey, Luke, Luke, I've got mine sitting. You've seen mine in the rain many times. Oh yeah, that is true. Well, that yeah. Hope, hopefully, it's talking about the ship box. Pretty well, though. like it's, it's just uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was like the heat from the trans tunnel or what, but I would think the passenger one would be more smoked if that was the case. Just, yeah, uh, kind of weird. I was noticing in their most their new seats they have the drain in the center. Um like there's like a five or six that I saw the one I yes. was through. They have like a mesh center section that like kinda like right where your the like the tip of your ass would sit, I guess you could say. Um and there's like a, a drain, which is actually really That's fucking cool. smart. Um stuff in a river. The seats <laughs> that I have in the buggy have the drain in the back of them. Hell yeah. That's fucking smart, man. That's a good call. Um, but there are also seats that were from a Razor. They're Razor PRPs. You know, somebody else was just talking about so, doing that. Was it Marvell Graham that was saying something about the the PRP from the PRPs. side by sides? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, they have the they have the drains in them, and they're like a happy median between like the Premier and the Daily Driver, I think, or something like that. Because like they have a higher bolster. But not but, a crazy bolster. I like my yeah. crazy bolsters. I do as well, honestly. I don't. The only don't crazy, either. the only crazy bolster that I actually enjoyed was uh, <laughs> Ryan's. Ryan, uh, the one, the white Bronco there. Um, his are, has a high ass bolster, but like I don't know, it like hugs me nicely. It's like a nice like yeah. warm hug. Well, and like you're my also, you're also know. bigger than bigger than me, so it you know. What seat fits me well might not sit your ass well. You ain't uh, wrong, bro. Just is what it is. <laughs> yeah, you are not wrong. <laughs> uh, like when I got my seats right, they were set up for me with a 34 waist and Morgan with a slightly larger ass. So you know, yeah. Well, if anyways, you... we're... go ahead. Sorry, okay. I was gonna say if you order them, you can order them in all kinds of sizes. I only weigh like thirty-two pounds, so I kind of just slide around in anything. You, just, you don't even. Luke, need Luke needs like he needs Luke, like, like extra small seat. seats. Needs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Child seat. <laughs> just a child booster seat. Just pull that down, you'll be good to go. <laughs> <laughs> They're five but, point. You can even get six point baby seats. I bet. Six. I wouldn't point. Yeah, no, out of like... Graham's harnesses like trying to get it tight. <laughs> <laughs> 
How would six point work? It would what go like I don't know. Strap would go like a, over one leg each leg. Or lock. I don't. Know. I don't know anything about baseball. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's not to learn. I, I'm pretty sure soon. it's the uh, instead of the fifth point, there's two there. Interesting. I would, that must be like kind of uncomfortable. Go over. I'd imagine it's maybe more comfortable than having a fifth point straight over your crotch. Have have you ever been in a climbing you harness split, before? You sp- yes, that's that's actually a valid point. I already know where yeah, you're going with yeah. that. And they split. You you pull that sucker up. It it splits the jaw. And he's pretty fucking good. Or it's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, that is a. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so is is the the single thong strap probably better because it might cup, or is it going to split even more? I don't, I don't know. I don't want to find it's, out though. No, that's, that's why I didn't record. run my. That's why I didn't run my middle strap through the seat. I ran. Mine I ran mine in seat. front of my in front of my seat. I ran mine through the seat, but I also ran it at an angle, so like it wants, or when you tighten it up, it wants to like try and pull against the front of the seat mount, and that helped me out a lot as far as keeping it comfortable. Well, you're not supposed to just put it wherever the fuck you want. There's like rules. <laughs> You know, there, there's yeah. Uh, there's that so there's that racing infographic that's been I, I around since like 2003 <laughs> uh, that everybody follows. I don't know if it's real, if it's like proper geometry or not, but like Fine injury no, there's definitely away. there's definitely <laughs> a proper geometry to it. Um, I think there's a little bit more leeway on some of it on like with what we do since it's not a competition based thing. Yeah, you're not gonna. Smack into a wall at 80, 90 miles an hour, most likely. Yeah. Like <laughs> you have factory seats, you just said. Oh no. <laughs> You're just, just going through the windshield, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Remember what I said about not yeah, putting your yeah. on earlier? Like, who needs it? <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. I mean, there was that one dude, right? Uh, this was a while back. He had a red XJ and he wasn't wearing the harness. He had the harnesses, but he wasn't wearing it. He smashed the thing up. And he had he got ejected, but had he not been ejected, he said he probably would have died. Remember that girl that got ejected not too long ago, and everybody was roasting the shit out of her in Club X Day. I don't remember that. No, yeah. no, I don't remember that. You guys don't remember that, dude? I remember like there was this one video of a guy and a girl. Was it a side by side though? I can't remember if it was a side by side or like a caged X Day with no roof, kind of like somebody we know. Um, <laughs> and she wasn't wearing a harness and like got like flopped up and out of it. And oh my god, it's like horrifying to think about. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather just take the ride with the vehicle and hope for the best. Captain goes down with the fucking ship, you know? Uh definitely I've, I mean you'll either I've, die or be fine, I think. Well, it sounds like every day, that, brother. What you mean? You see, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being ejected you the, you're gonna have the, you're gonna have neck issues, that's for sure. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on when you get ejected, too. Uh, true. I'm trying to get ejaculated at whenever. I mean, what? <laughs> did, did you see? <laughs> Somebody was talking about the head guy earlier. Is that... <laughs> the, he- the, head guy. the head oh. guy. <laughs> anyway. What's his name? Just sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> we'll save that for after the recording. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. What video so, are you talking about, uh, Nick? <laughs> no. Anyway, there's a video of a rig rolling down. I don't remember what the trail is at Windrock, but there's been multiple rolls down it, and it like if you roll, you just go down the hill. 
I want to say it's like Trail 21, but I don't know. Uh, no, I don't think I've seen this video. Dude, it, was, did, did... it happened recently. Because it was the same trail that like a year or so ago, there was a video of a Toyota truggy like going down the trail and then tipping over and rolling down the hill like off the side of the trail. It's at Windrock. Oh. Did you all and see the pictures video... of a buggy? Oh, yeah, it's... oh, yeah, the one at Harlan. Yeah, Harlan. Yeah, we, were, oh, we, were we, were looking, we were looking at those pictures when we were at S'more. Yeah, I feel real bad for that, that guy. That was insane. That is the craziest thing I've ever seen. To be it fair, is like folded. To be yeah. fair, though, that is best case scenario. What? So there's, I mean, Nobody how often? Yeah, I was oh, say, yeah. How often do you see a rig sitting in the corner and his his wife, his kids are just sitting in it, not minding it, like you know, minding their own business, or the guy with a dog sitting in the rig yeah. just off on the side, bro? There was nobody in it. Nobody got hurt. Like that is fucking best I, case yeah. scenario. I think somebody was maybe saying that one of the comments that somebody, one of the other guys that was there, like like ran over to the rig and tried to like yeah, slam it in gear and like got their leg like their foot rolled over or something but yeah. it wasn't a serious injury yeah well 40 inch tires or bigger isn't gonna really squish your foot that hard fortunately no especially aired down but but if it no. catches you in the knee though yeah yeah they said that the the one guy didn't have serious injuries but somebody like tried to stop it or something oh Man, that's fucking terrifying. I wish I was familiar with the trail that that happened on too, but I wasn't. Dude, I didn't. We never made it to that. Or was it? Uh, yeah, literally Ryan. any of them. They I mean, said it was really called. Much. They said it was called cliffhanger. Okay. Conveniently, <laughs> I know. I saw pictures of them. Unfortunately, on but Are yeah, they... that's why everybody thought. I thought it was mason jar too, because that would be a wicked one. Did they ever end up getting that thing out? Yeah, they I actually not. got it. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I got invited to go pull it out. I was like, I don't have a rig right now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was in like a wicked, like terrible spot to get a rig too. Was I, that? Was that they, the case? I thought they were or saying that it was a good, a, a good couple hundred feet from the nearest like trail. Yeah. So that's not terrible, but still, what do you do? Fucking call Matt's off road repair and fucking recovery no, or whatever. I would, <laughs> somebody said that they should call uh, Heavy Dees with his uh yes. with his helicopter and just airlift it up. <laughs> That'd be sick. <laughs> Damn, that Dude, they, honestly... they, air, they airlift rigs at KOH like every year. Really? Yeah, I've seen in the last couple of years I've seen more and more rigs get airlifted at hammers. Damn. It's probably like yeah, why do big... they do that just to? Well, one of them race was... teams or oh, no, yeah, it was race teams. It was race okay. teams, but still, yeah, like like they broke, they devastatingly break their rig. Have to leave it out in the middle of nowhere on the trail at night because they couldn't finish the race, and then there would just be a helicopter picking it up the next day. That's crazy. Also, that's clearly not a cheap, you know, recovery. But no. No. I think the one, I think the one guy said that like. It's like 10 G's at least to get your rig airlifted. I would drag yeah, it out. That's a lot. Get the ship boxes and time together. Oh, yeah. I, I would yeah. dragging my race car out. <laughs> Not paying 10 G's for a helicopter ride. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But then again, if I'm racing in King of Hammers, I probably have 10 G's for the helicopter ride. Yeah. If, <laughs> if, you're, if you're racing, like, it was like unlimited class uh, rigs and stuff. So like yeah, if you have the money to be racing unlimited class, you probably have the money to. Yeah, you're not gonna do peasant shit like drag your rig back. Yeah. Miles through the desert. They're just gonna pick it up with a helicopter and drop it in your pit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, it yeah. simplifies the process. Yep. Yeah. So it seems like we're getting a little slow. Uh, Luke, you got any questions for us? Small uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, animal facts. You don't. You don't have anything? to have a question. Raccoon. Yeah, raccoon facts. We need a raccoon fact. That's yeah. what I was told. Uh, Luke, you probably know something about raccoons. Tell us about them. Uh oh. <laughs> no, you're the Luke that's supposed to tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, raccoons wash all of their food. You know? What? You that's, said that's, that yes. already. You said yeah. that one. Yeah. yeah, well, I just got cold called for a raccoon fact by the all guy. Right, Rich, <laughs> Richie, we're overdue. You have to have a fact. I don't. Oh, God. <laughs> we are terrible. I ran over a possum the other day. Oh. That was upsetting. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. There was a there was a raccoon on top of my garbage can last night when I went out for a smoke, and I screamed like such a little fucking girl. <laughs> that's a fantastic. Hey, that's okay because Luke. I was on the phone with Luke the other night, and my dad came home and was popping some raccoons that were trapped in our barn. Yep, can confirm he, he, that happened. Yeah. So, so not an animal fact today. It's an animal massacre event. Uh, yeah, it happens. Most recent I'm looking, animal massacre. I'm looking for a for like a fun Kentucky fact from Mr. Kentucky or something. I think. Oh gosh, oh. we need that. We need we need that. Uh, the Derby's here. <laughs> I'll take it. I didn't Luke's know dad, that. Luke's dad owns the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> so, how did you end up with the moniker of Babies First? I think this is self-explanatory. Yeah, yeah. he's the, the youngest Walt. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm typically the youngest at everything, and then my rig's always like a little bit behind everyone's. And so I just kind of got it. Like Baby's I'm always first. catching up to someone. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think it really it really came on when everybody else found out how young you were. Yeah, comparatively. Which compared to me, he's not really young because we're both young. But compared people to some of the other guys, yeah, yeah, people Nick, usually surprised. How old are you? I'm 24. Oh, okay. So you're not even that young. It's just, no, everybody but, else is just old. Let's just go with that. I like that. Yeah, man. everybody else is everybody else is old. Luke's I do like what? this. Luke's yeah. 21, right? My, 20, 22. Yeah. 22. Dude, my, now I'm losing track. Yeah. My favorite thing was the first time our buddy Chris Ayashua found out that I was only 25 at the time. He thought my sister was, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, that's your, your younger sister, right? I'm like, no, no, she's like 28. He goes, wait a second. How old are you? I'm like, dude, I'm 25. He's like, holy shit, I thought you were like 38. I'm like, no, no. Just, he's like, man, you don't age well at all. <laughs> oh, that's the greatest thing ever to me. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, fucking guy. Grandma, yeah, was... you, all, you all were over by the grill at S'more, right? Whenever Becca walked up and asked how old we were. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I know you're young. She was looking at me, and then she, <laughs> yes, I hope you all were. That, that's pretty much where babies first came from. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> babies first. Oh yeah. Babies first what? podcast. Babies first is just a big Walt thing too. We all like to say that about everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, how would you rate your passenger prince at uh, passenger princess experience with blue collar off road? Oh, the the experience was probably like a solid like sixty nine out of four twenty, which is like pretty high on the scales. <laughs> I, I wish I wish we had more time to actually wheel, but the experience was great. 
Any memorable moments from that? Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed Kyle riding in the back, bouncing around with nothing to sit on. Um, oh, no. I liked the, the Mountain Dew jettison, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you you boys have to wheel with Luke more. To, he does not. He always has a Mountain Dew in his hand. Well, he didn't at this point. Well, if it if it got if it got jettisoned out of the rig, then that would explain it. But otherwise, it no, no, it didn't. It was in the rig. Oh. We were. I don't even Either know way. what we were doing. We were flying we're, down. We were on the road. access trail. We just hit that bump that we kept hitting. This thing, I was holding it in the air. It flew out of my hand. It was in the air for so long that I probably could have grabbed it again, and it just landed right on Ram's lap. <laughs> I had like just opened it too. It was a sad time. Yeah, you had it in the in the off road gimbal, and it we hit the bump, and you kind of need to you need to grip it for those. <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> One of my favorite moments when you were riding passenger was when I was running next to you and Graham, and I, like, dipped down and hit that stupid little jump. Oh, dude, and, you gained, like, two feet of air. Oh, that's that's become normal, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, fucking, and you guys pull up next to us, and or next to me, and we're doing, like, what, fucking 70 at that point, flying down the... Zero miles an hour. Yeah, we were doing zero miles an hour, and you just look over with the fucking pit vipers and the biggest <laughs> shit-eating grin ever. <laughs> uh, it was a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed that thoroughly. Um, and I will congratulate you. You provided the, uh, the pinnacle moment for me on Puppy Liquor. When you just go, you might want to just pull cable and cut it. You know you've done fucking hit something hard when Luke Kennedy's telling you to fucking cut it. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm telling you, it's probably not going. <laughs> Did I end up getting the um the driver's side headlight actually fully over the passenger side, or was it just vertical? Probably just vertical. So, I don't remember. It was I was running back. It was pretty vertical. I think I was, I was the one you. taking the picture. Yeah, of that. actually, Nick was the one that using my camera to take the picture whenever I that was. was I was doing my best. Fair enough. I just you I were up that looking... wall a good amount. Oh I... yeah, you were you were high up on that. I was committed to it. I was about to hit it in third, but he said <laughs> oh, maybe geez. I shouldn't do that. So, yeah. um, the see the downside to the coilovers is they give you too much of this it, it's too fast the movement it can just your tire's gonna drop with the leaf springs it doesn't do that it's like a board just all yeah, bumps, bumps up literally. that's why i made it i got in with graham and i was like you know the line <laughs> we, just, we, we just nailed it <laughs> we've been watching people hit it unsuccessfully for a while but we knew the spot that actually worked because we watched you hit it luke as typically goes when i make something and you don't it's because you hit it and failed and i saw exactly what to do <laughs> instead of helping your friend and spotting him you just fucking oh, I mean, there was no spotting there was way no, too much uh, chaos going on it was luke? like a. Uh... How tall was that wall? Good, uh, ten foot wall, maybe. Ten oh, foot. like all the way up on the side. Yeah, from yeah. the side. Yeah, yeah, because that ledge was probably four foot at least, and then yeah. the side went way high. Luke kind of drove up the wall to whereas Graham kind of just bounced off of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we didn't blow the drive shaft or the rear drive shaft, which is uh, key because yeah, that's usually what happens. <laughs> you kind of need that, I guess. 
Historically, <laughs> the rear drive shaft leaves the chat when I do that, but it didn't. <laughs> so. Well, Shit. on that note, any final things? Nope. All right. Well, then, in that out. case, if you end up needing to uh, hit up our favorite parts goblin, call four wheel parts and um, <laughs> make sure to weld the tubes on your fucking Sterling for fuck's <laughs> sake. 